You're listening to the FSA Podcast with your host, Brent Cromer. All right, all right. We are back with another episode of the FSA Podcast. I'm your host, Brent, and I want to talk to you guys today about my three best, most influential, greatest sales books that I've read. And I've got a decent arsenal that I've that I've stacked up over the past uh, couple of years here. Uh, so to set the stage for you, uh, I used to read a lot of physical books. Um, shout out to my, my book readers out there. Okay. Uh, but it just, I don't know, man, it wasn't really doing it for me. Um, after a little while, I would just I don't know. I felt like I would get what I need out of the book. I would, uh, you know, put a pin in it and then it would just collect dust on a shelf and it just kept happening. So I'm like, man, I don't like not finishing things, right? How you do one thing is how you do everything. And and the fact that I wasn't finishing these books, it really, uh, it sounds silly, but it was really, really, really bothering me. Uh, so I switched over to Audible, which is phenomenal, by the way. Um, and I am finishing every single book that I have. I can listen at 1.5 speed uh, in the in the car, at the gym, um, but, you know, just relaxing outside. I don't know, sitting by the pool, have it on my JBL speaker, which is nice. Uh, so I love audiobooks. I do not work for Amazon or audiobook.com, anything like that. But it, it, it has helped me tremendously to just you know, digest so much more content when it comes to books. Okay. I think a lot, you know, pretty often we're just scrolling through TikTok and Instagram and we're just getting little 60 second snippets, which sound great in theory uh, for a moment. And then they just leave our brain. They leave our brain never to, to really return uh, unless you write it down or like mark it. But I've done that a million times too. And it, it never stays, but books guys, especially audiobooks, they are just so much more effective. They really drive the point home, right? And then teach you why it exists and then all the different intricacies of it. So uh, just audiobooks, man, are just phenomenal, okay? Now I'm going to get off my soapbox here. Audiobooks are, again, very helpful. I bookmark them. Don't even listen or read a book if you're not going to highlight or bookmark things because you will forget. You will forget. Maybe not in a, a couple of weeks, but you will forget in a couple of months or a couple of years. So I have a whole, again, I call it an arsenal of bookmarks in audiobook where I can just tap back in for specific situations where I'm like, man, you know, this book had a great way of uh, like shifting your mindset when heading into like, I don't know, a sales call, right? And so I'll just go through and I make that note and I title it and I, I can just find that in two seconds, which is awesome. The other thing, and then I'm going to get into my favorite books because I, I get asked about this all the time. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to tell you guys the three most influential books that inspired me uh, to write out and create the push pull buying process. So I'm actually, I'm not even going to gatekeep. I'm going to give you guys, uh, you know, what I consider to be, um, you know, some of the foundation, obviously I had a lot of extra sales training on top of that, but these books were, were a big part. Okay. So stick around. It's going to be a 10, 15 minute podcast. I won't ramble for too long. Uh, but this one is going to be jam packed with really, really, really good tips for you guys. Uh, tip number one, let's start there before we get into the books. Okay. Tip number one, chat GPT. Uh, this new thing, AI, have you guys heard of it? Uh, am I the first one to tell you guys about it? I, I doubt it. Okay. One really amazing thing that I found, and again, I'm not going to gatekeep on this. Uh, when I go into chat GPT, you can type, give me the key points, key takeaways from X book. 
And then it summarizes the entire book into nice, concise uh, bullet points. So you don't have to go back and reread these books. I've reread each of these books that I'm going to tell you probably three to four times, which is unbelievable. When I say read, I mean, listened. Uh, but now if I want to, I can actually go back and just have uh, AI give me the quick breakdown to constantly keep these fresh. Okay. Uh, so that's a phenomenal thing that I recommend to everybody for any book. Um, all right, let's get into it. Let's start with number three. Number three on my most influential books, a uh, little drum roll here is Flip the Script by Oren Cloth. Okay. It is incredible how this man can tell stories. I don't have any idea uh, what the experience is like in a physical book, but in the audio book, man, I could not turn it off. I was listening nonstop at the gym. I was just so into like the stories he was telling and how he would tell them. Uh, so quick synopsis here. Basically, he talks about the traditional way of selling and pitching. It doesn't work. Okay. It did uh, 10, 20, 30 years ago. Um, but there's, there's, there's just different approaches that work better because human psychology is developing, uh, in my opinion, um, at a more rapid rate than ever before, because we're just constantly consuming new information, uh, all throughout the day. Whereas before it really wasn't like that. So like buyer mentalities are shifting all the time and we have to stay ahead of that. So there's the old way of selling. And then what I consider the new way of selling, which again is the push pull buying process when it comes to fitness. So it's more of like that neurological approach. Um, basically getting people to think the idea was theirs in origin. How do you take somebody that you're talking to and get them and, and plant this idea in their brain and make them think that it originated in their head and not yours? If you can do this effectively, right? If you can do this effectively, you're not going to have buyer resistance. You're going to have a much more compliant prospect as well. Let's say somebody, you know, uh, for fitness, they come to you, they're interested in, in losing weight, but you can shift their mindset and make them think that getting started now and not later was their idea, their initiative. They're going to be much more compliant down the road as a client because it was their idea. And so this whole book is about making things, making clients believe that it was their idea originally. Okay. And then of course the urgency, uh, urgency is huge in this book. So like how, how to create more urgency and, um, you know, how people feel like they're more likely to take action, uh, if they're missing out that FOMO aspect. So again, flip the script or cloth, phenomenal book. Okay. Number two, number two, arguably, um, I went back and forth on, on my number two and number one, it was almost a tie, but I can't do that to you guys. So number two, um, when we talk about storytelling, uh, there, you know, flip the script is right there. And again, I've read, I, I try to get through two books a month. So like, I, I, you know, there's, there's a, there's a decent pool size for this. So these guys are just like the best at storytelling, which is, uh, one, a, a sales tactic that I'll, I'll, I'll dive into in just a moment, but never split the difference by Chris Voss. He's a former hostage hostage. That is a hard word hostage negotiator. Okay. And he just tells stories of like how he was in all these super um, high intense situations where he was negotiating for people's lives, which is a very different type of sale. Uh, and so he goes through like how he was working with human behavior, not against it to uh, come up with an agreement. And ultimately this man saved like countless lives throughout his career. He actually worked with um, Harvard on developing an actual process for this and his, his methods have been used and transcended for the last couple of decades for negotiations. Uh, so this guy is an absolute pioneer in the industry. And it's just like how to, you know, how to take a hard no, right? Dissect it, break it down, uh, you know, kind of, uh, you know, 
work backwards from no and figure out a solution from there, even with some of the most difficult prospects, right? We don't typically sell to people who have guns to other people's heads, but Chris, uh, that's exactly what he made his career off of. So he just, it's, it's phenomenal. The biggest takeaway that I had from this book was the art of labeling and mirroring. Okay. Labeling is just calling a situation as you see it, you know, Hey, it, it seems like, or it sounds like, are kind of the two big ways just to phrase a label, right? It seems like this isn't, uh, like a top priority for you at the moment, right? That would be a label. Uh, a mirror is just repeating the last three to four words from somebody's sentence and then putting some curiosity behind it, right? So if somebody said, um, oh, what's it with? I don't know, my brain's working slow today. So let's say somebody said, yeah, I'm just not feeling very confident lately. And you could say very confident lately. Yeah, you know, I just and then it gets them to talk. So it's 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 a it, it's to break that cycle of just saying, well, what do you mean by that? What do you mean by that? When you said this, what did you mean by that? It's a mirror is just a, a different way to kind of break that uh, redundant cycle of asking the same questions over and over and getting people to open up and talk more. So 10 out of 10 phenomenal book. And number one, uh, number one. This this one, I just th there was no way I couldn't put it as number one uh, because the push-pull buying process, so much of what we do is centered around this book. Could you read this book and steal our process? No, not a shot. <laughs> There's too many layers and it's really the combination of probably 50 or more books, but there is a very, very hard section in our process that is uh, from this book specifically, okay? And I read this book, I'm not kidding, four times. And it just kept going over and reading it again and again or listening. And... Uh, I would pick up something every single time because there's so many layers to this, right? I would listen and I'm like, Hey, that was an okay book. And I listened back. I was like, Oh, wait a minute. How did I miss this section? Was I sleeping? And then I listened back a third and a fourth time. And I started getting into like the real, like the, like the black magic that I, I feel like most people don't pick up on in this book. So start with no by Jim camp. It's just going for no, instead of yes, yes. Oriented questions um, can, can, can increase um, buyer resistance, right? There's this old tactic and I absolutely despise it. If your business coach teaches this, just go ahead and ask for a refund <laughs> because I, I can tell you right now, you're not getting as many sales as you could. Uh, going for yes at the end of the call where it's like you try to get them to say yes three, four times in a row because there's this there's weird concept uh, or uh, theory rather where if somebody says yes three or four times in a row, the momentum of saying yes is going to carry them into like this big enthusiastic yes uh, when you when you drop the price, right? You know, do, do you think this will work for you? Do you want to get started? Do you this? Do you this? Do you this? And it's like these these softball yes questions, and they're like yes, 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 right? Sign me up, get me started. Like that is so. Uh, lame. It is. It doesn't work. That's not human psychology. Just because you say a word three times in a row doesn't mean you're going to then give away $4,000 to start a, a, a workout program. There's no evidence to suggest that. Instead, there is very hard, solid evidence to suggest that going for no is much more effective. Uh, and if you want to learn more about that and how we go for no, I'll give you one little teaser snippet. Um, you know, you know, when it comes to our program and the plan that we laid out, were, were there any red flags or any reason you feel like, I don't know, that maybe this wouldn't work for you? That would be going for no. No, no, nothing stuck out. Nothing at all. Well, you know, I'm just worried about this. 
Uh, bingo, that's pre-handling. And that's a whole different topic for a different day. Now we're pre-handling objections. Uh, so guys, this is how we close at such a high rate. I mean, seriously, we are, we are taking over the fitness space when it comes to, uh, online sales and it's becoming more evident. We, week by week. Um, we've generated millions and millions of dollars. We launched the fitness sales accelerator, uh, which is the name of the course and our push bull buying process, which is our method. Uh, we launched it in June of last year. Uh, if you're listening, it is April 21st, 2023. We are coming up on one year and we have generated multiple millions of dollars in fitness sales. It is insane. Um, if you're a fitness coach and you're not already working with us, uh, go ahead and just reach out on any social media. I'll attach them all into the description. If you found me on Instagram, you found this link or on Facebook, go ahead and shoot me a DM. Just, I don't know, uh, just say podcast, right? Open the conversation, break the ice. I'd love to explain a little bit more about how going for no actually results in more emphatic yeses. Okay. And uh, again, how our process is breaking down sales resistance and preventing these objections so that when we get to the end of the call, we're not faced with a ton of objections that came out of nowhere. Okay. So that's my, that's my big CTA for you guys. Go ahead and reach out. If, uh, if any of this is, uh, you know, peaking any curiosity at all, otherwise have a great rest of your day. I hope you guys close some deals. Uh, best of luck.